Welcome back to Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pod himself, Cody. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss about mental health, and especially for myself and everything like that, I'm going to discuss 10 albums from the year 2010s that I really enjoyed that's considerably my favorite, and I give a special shout out to how me and Charisma got together, plus two for Tuesdays, so let's get in, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna start off a little bit like this. I gotta, I gotta feel the vibe a little bit. It's been raining all week in Oklahoma, so let me start off with this song. Let's do it, y'all. Let's listen. If you listen to the song back in the 90s, just kind of get into it. Shaq wasn't just a good ball player. He can rap some bars. Yo, check it out for this one. Hold on, hold on. You can't stop it. Block it. When I drop it, anytime I go rhyme for rhyme on a topic, they ain't even fit to step in Shaq's arena. I look inside your mind and I see your shook demeanor. In your eyes, why are you surprised? No matter how you try, not fly as eloquent. The new edition, is this the end of your last night? In the daytime, you couldn't see me with a flashlight. I crash flights on sights of my enemy. I'm coming through and then I bomb your whole vicinity. Why the acting fake and chat? You're not a friend to me. I puked your card, you're not as hard as you pretend to be. Who wanna spark it with the chocolate? Macadamium, head clean to the cranium. You know the name, Shaq aim to maintain money on the brain. Can't stop the rain. get into it y'all i gotta cut the, the song short i know it's a cardinal sin to cut a biggie verse short but i gotta get into the episode you know i mean if anything biggie could have started the song but actually it was sax song it, it, it was a nice little record i need that to be on the dsps welcome back to access code podcast episode 10 y'all i went to uh personally thank everyone who's listening to this episode and it's tuning in and anyone that's a long, you know, been along the ride from episode one to episode 10. I made it to 10 episodes. Hopefully we can get more of these in and everything like that. Um, so for me to do this, I need to let y'all know how I am so disappointed in myself that I didn't do what I'm about to do for this segment to start off the podcast earlier because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And with that being said, this is the last may on tuesday or last tuesday in may i should say and i did not do an episode like this and then maybe i don't know if i was just kind of like trying to find what i'm looking for because at the end of the day me doing random combos on the couch me doing access code podcast i'm still learning this is the earliest stages looking back at these episodes when i get to like a hundred of these just to be like man the start of it was crazy but look where i'm at now you know because i see I see something big, something major happening, and I'm putting that in the universe. But I cannot hide behind the fact that I need to discuss who I am. If I say access code and code is a playoff Cody, I need to give you guys the full access. So I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I got the pressure. I have the pressure. And I'm not actually like embarrassed to admit that, you know, because I feel like me opening up a little bit more to let you guys know who I am is a big, a big situation for me. Um, me recognizing, me recognizing I have depression is 
it was it was major. It was tough. I I mean, I've always had moments where I felt depressed, um, but I felt like that was more stress than anything. And maybe it, it just took moments. Maybe it was just always like beginning stages of it. But when you realize you have something and admit to you having something, excuse me, it's a big deal. And I remember the moment. It was a Sunday in um in uh October. Excuse me. It was a, a Sunday in October. And I know this is because it was the week of my birthday, I believe. And this is at the time I was just about to turn 29, I should say, because my family had uh, moved over to Atlanta and I'm here in Oklahoma, which is not a bad situation. I'm here with my wife. You know, you guys here is every Saturday for the podcast, for random convos and everything like that. Um, shortly we were about to celebrate officially nine years of being together, but at the same time, uh, me just recognizing, and I don't know, it was just a whole lot of emotions because maybe in my mind, it was just trying to figure out what to do. That's a big situation. I remember having a long conversation, uh, with my mom, my sister, I think my brother John as well. And I think days later, my, my brother, uh, Leroy, of course, charisma as well. And, um, Therapy was the solution or maybe to just kind of recognize it. Maybe you just need to talk to someone that you don't know that can give you an unbiased uh, review of what's all going on. And I'm letting y'all know right now, honestly, I advise every person. Just try one time, see how you feel. Go to therapy. I know that, you know, even for black people, you know, it's it's. It's often used as the fact that black people do not go to therapy. I want to tell y'all that's some BS. Y'all should go. And, and, and I'm not trying to say that in a bad way. Like, just kind of like, just just let out emotions. You've maybe had childhood trauma that you maybe haven't dealt with. You maybe have not gotten closure, closure from a relationship. You maybe just saying things out loud works. I'm letting y'all know this right, right now. Me doing this podcast is a form of therapy for me. I have moments where I like to be alone, but I have moments where I like to talk. And I don't care what anyone thinks what I'm about to say because it's true, but I don't care. I talk to myself often. I like to conversate with myself. I don't even think that's crazy. I do it in a way where like I'll mumble to myself. Maybe I'll be at my desk at work and I'm just, it's just me saying it out loud because maybe in my head it's just one thing. Me writing down something is one thing. Maybe just talking to someone. I would sometimes... I'll um I'll call my mom and that's that's cool. I'll have moments where I'll talk to charisma when I get home or I'll just text and maybe just whatever. But at the same time, I do those things. But me, I talk to myself all the time and I don't care. I've done it since I was a kid because maybe that was just my way of um, coping with whatever I'm dealing with at the time. So this form of therapy, as I'm recording this, I'm by myself right now, but I'm letting you guys in on me. I'm trying to make sure that that word access is fully used to the full access. No pun, but I'm just saying because that's who I am. And I have moments where I'm just I'm sad a lot. I'm have moments where I just wish that I can just find a new way of doing something. And I'm always thinking about stuff that I know is hard access to find, but maybe it isn't too hard. But maybe I'm just holding myself back, recognizing things. I know the whole thing about the the customer service episode. 
and maybe I'll just make fun light of it or maybe just make jokes or just whatever. But at the same time, me going with through I was with go, what I'm going through at the time working in customer service was not it for me because it just destroyed me. I, I, I'm a person that likes to be liked. I don't like the fact that someone could be out there that don't like me. And I try to be a likable individual to whoever, friends, family, strangers. You want to be someone that if it was all over, I want to be known as a stand up guy. I don't you know, I don't want it to be situations where when you see stuff on television about something like that and they say all these great things about that individual. But back in their mind, they know they have to say it. But that person was maybe an asshole. You don't. I don't want to be that type of person. I want to impact someone's life no matter what. I want this podcast to be someone's escape to re, to react like maybe it's just maybe you need to hear. It. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I look at the analytics. I look at the 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 stats of the podcast and everything like that. I see who's all listening, who's all tuning in, what episodes y'all like the most. I had my favorites. My first one was one of my favorites. My mom, the episode I had with my mom was my favorite. And I hope to always do that. It's sometimes I just record because I'm like, look, I've already put myself out there to do it. I just don't, I'm not motivated. But I was motivated to do this episode because to talk about something like this is something that needs to be said. And I had to make sure I project my voice a little bit because sometimes I sound a little low. I might, I record some of these podcasts sometimes one o'clock in the morning because, you know, hey, that's the time I have the, the motivation to do it. But y'all, it's not, and it's, it's nothing to be ashamed about it because you know, maybe you, when you recognize it, maybe you know it's going to get better. You know, my life is it is where it's at, but at the same time, I know it could be better. And it's not going to be a problem to do that. I know I'm going to look back at these moments. And me doing this, y'all, is the form of therapy. And it's fun. I like to talk, and I like to be likable, and I think this is going to be that pie. When I get ratings in this five-star, I love that. I love if somebody's reviewing my podcast in a positive light, like, you know, he has a good voice. Hopefully I can be that person that, you know, other podcasts listen to my podcast and want to do interviews with me and, and conversate with me and all that guests that want to be on the show and stuff like that. People that have those type of things, you know, I want to be that, that spokesperson for something so good. And we all go through times and trials and tribulations and stuff, y'all. But I enjoy giving this this product to y'all. I listen to back to my episodes because, hey, I, I, I like hearing myself. I love, you know, I also doing podcasts, me, I'm open enough to listen to other podcasts. I'm not talking about the, the top ones that, you know, the ones that's always going to be up there. You're going to see the Joe Rogans. You're going to see the Joe Buttons. You're going to see all of these podcasters out there that's that's doing great. But then the the, the little ones like myself. And I'm introduced to other shows that don't have that big following before they did it. But it's just the start of it. Who knows what this is going to turn into? And so, y'all, if you're going through it, just realize you're not alone. You are somebody special. You Look, I don't even know who always listening to this, but just know you're awesome whatever you're doing. You are someone that is impactful to someone else's life and can be impactful for yourself. Make time for yourself. Go on dates with yourself. Honestly, that advice I had is actually great advice. I, you know, enjoy. That's what you need to do. God is always going to be there, but put yourself first. Even if you in relationships or you, you know, whatever, like take time for yourself. Sometimes do something that makes you happy. 
if it's reading a book, playing a video game. It is no shame into doing what you do because that is who you are. And I'm and I'm saying this to myself. Me starting this podcast was the one of the best things I can honestly say throughout this whole process of me also recognizing that I am, you know, someone who has depression. This is the form that I can at least enjoy. I like hearing my voice. I'm sorry. I don't sound I hope they don't sound narcissistic or or conceited, but I'm being honest. I love myself and I need to tell myself that more often. Look at myself in the mirror and be like, be happy. You know, if you're waking up in the morning, you're going to impact something. So, y'all, just wanted to get that out the way. You know, that was one of the, the things about it. May is Mental Health, Health Awareness Month. I needed to recognize that. I just didn't do it. You know, but now I'm doing it for this episode. I'm letting y'all know whoever you are, love who you are, be who you are, be happy. You know, and if you're not, do something that makes you happy. Happiness is what you can bring it. I love each and last one of y'all. I could have just stopped the podcast. I wouldn't keep doing the episode and everything like that. So, um, like I said, and hey, let's have a little fun with this little quick thing real quick. You know, I know y'all have listened to Zach Fox, I Got Depression. If you have it, please do. I, I'm not going to play the full song because I know my mother's probably going to listen to this episode. I'll just do a little sound bite. So before I get into it, I just need to get that all out my chest and everything like that. So, y'all, we're going to get into the next segment. But as I was saying, some little funny Zach Fox real quick. Hey, shout out mental illness. <laughs> shout out mental illness. Since I'm on episode 10, I decided to do... A ranking of 10 albums from the year 2010s, that decade, and wanted to let you guys know what I thought was my favorites. And letting y'all know this right now, trying to do a list of 10 projects in all of the decade of 2010 is harder than I thought it was going to be. Because I was like, you know, let me do something like this for the podcast. But it's a little hard because you go leave out a bunch of stuff and you just trying to condense that shit. Like, you know how many albums dropped from 2010 to 2019? A bunch. You know what I mean? Listen, albums I listen to? A bunch. But trying to condense that shit to 10 was hard. But I will give you five honorable mentions as well before I get into the 10. So I'm going to just name them off and I'm going to just get into details of those 10 projects. So uh, Take Care by Drake is an honorable mention. Mossberg by Rocky Marciano or Rock Marciano, I should say, is in there. Uh, Sir Luscious Left Foot. The Son of Chico Dusty by Big Boy is one. Uh, Rodeo by Travis Scott, the best Travis Scott album, but you'll hear that name later on. And Teflon Down by Rick Ross, one of the best like beats that's just hard. Ugh. Best Rick Ross album, I think. But getting into the 10. So I'm going to rank this from 10 all the way up to 1. We're going to start off with who I think is the GOAT, is my favorite rapper, and that's Royce the 5'9". And the album that I put in for this one is The Book of Ryan. He came up with this in 2018. Y'all, this project right here is, you know, it's so personal, but it's a great personal album. I know For Your Eyes Only from J. Cole is like one of like a personal album that, and it meant something to him and let you guys into his world. For Book of Ryan, that's exactly what it is, but a little better. And J. Cole's on that project, so it's no shot on J. Cole and everything like that. But this project here was just, it was something special. He's given us the insight of everything that's going on. I know for skits on albums, it's not so, because it has to tell a story, I think. It could be, you could have a funny skit 
Um, I, per I preferably like it when a rapper or whoever, the artist itself, puts the skit at the end of a song to go into the next one instead of just leaving it just a, a track by itself. But, it, you know, it is what it is. But for real, um, he did. It, it told the story for the album to set the tone. One song I will, you know, say that uh, to me is the best one on there is Power. It's the song about like the, the stuff that was going on with his family, especially his father. And I will say, like, that one was, it, it it told a great story. And it made me think about, like, the stuff I went through, like, in, as my, in my childhood. Not saying that, you know, that one's were, were to the extreme. I didn't have the best relationship with my father. And I could feel like if I was a rapper, I could do a version of that. But at the same time, I have a good relationship with him now. And it, it definitely tells a different story. But at the same time, that project was one of the best ones he came out with, in my personal opinion. The next one I have on my list, number nine, 444 by Jay-Z. The GOAT. The greatest of all time, I should say, in my in my eyes. But, y'all, for real, um, me being a little older and listening to this project actually did a lot wonder for it. Because, honestly, if this album had came out when I was like 16, I would have liked it because of Jay, but I wouldn't have loved it. It, it didn't really hit like that for me. But this one was the project that he needed to come out with. And honestly, if he was retiring and not putting out any more projects, like solo projects, he ended up with a good one with 444. And plus, I got to see uh, On The Run 2 tour with Beyonce, well, featured Beyonce with Charisma and everything like that. But it was it was a dope little thing. And I have to applaud No ID for the production of the project. He produced all the songs and that was the right person to go to. I do love the projects where rappers have just one producer and they can give you a whole album where it makes sense. And I'll mention something like that for the uh, remainder of the pod of the, you know, the list I have uh, for everything that's going on. So that will be mentioned again um, like that. But however, moving on. So we got number eight, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. I This project to me, I loved it because Frank never does he never does any wrong. I like this project because if for artists that sing and kind of like in the R&B type of thing, like they got the they got that type of voice. I feel like this project was good because he didn't really sing too much. Baby, I love you type songs because I felt like that's all we will get. And I'm not saying that's bad. Those songs are great. But like for if I'm talking classics, this one to me is a classic. And I thought he really he really came out there and did a whole like a whole big deal for it it was a great project he gave us songs about being rich or super rich kids i should say or songs about drugs and and strippers and all that he he did so good with this project and this project was around by the time that me and charisma started dating so it, it also hit a little different you know driving up to stillwater to go see her playing this album so yeah the number seven project i have on my own on my list is pinata by freddie gibbs all produced by Mad Lib. So another case of the producer is only one producer and the rapper. And this is where I feel like Freddie was not here to play. He, for years, I thought that he was just one of those people that, you know, he was good. But, you know, it's just kind of like you still kind of like, you know, you know, I think he good, but he not like one of my top dudes. But when I listen to this project, this project is super dope. And then after that, he gave us so much stuff. I, I like the fact of the work he did with uh, Alchemist. Right after this, another project from him and Mad Lib with um, with Bandana, which is also a good one. I could have added that to my list. This project is good. I like the little 
like the song with him and Scarface. I like the song with him and um, Absol. I think this project is, if you have not listened to it, please do. Do yourself a favor. This project is dope. Number six on my list, I mentioned Travis Scott earlier, but I got to mention my favorite Travis Scott project. That is Astro World. Y'all, when this album came out, I was anticipating it so much. This man announced this project before he even did his second album. So when you announce something, you know you have something special. And he's three for three. He's came out with three albums. He's three for three. Utopia should have already been out by now. It's not. I hope he's working on it. Y'all, I'm telling you. Travis, when he's in his bag, is in his bag. This project was just, it flowed. I love the story about it. I'm going to share something real quick before I get to the next one that my my, um, my cousin had told me. And I'm like, damn, she kind of write about it a little bit. They said that Travis Scott... <laughs> It's like the worst one on his song. Like his features be on point. His production's crazy. He's like the worst thing on the song. His ad libs are great. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying like you know like sometimes he 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 but he he fits it. It fits. I love it. Shout out to Travis Scott. Hope you can come out with the next one. Um, number five on my list: Fly Guy by Westside Gun. If I was gonna get a Westside Gun, um project in here it was gonna be that one um a lot of his projects hit different when you listen to it let me i'm gonna let y'all know right now if you don't like his voice is one thing but this this man right here gives us great product meaning if it's him rapping or him uh curating a project west side gun is is top dog this man needs to run like def jam or something and, and this project was great. He he pressed like 250 copies, I think. Um, and then he didn't have it out on the DSPs for a long time. Now it's officially on that. So I can enjoy it as much as I wanted to for the longest. I wish I, you know, would have bought it when it first came out. Because I just was starting to like starting to listen to him a little bit. But I'm letting y'all know right now. It's worthy of being in the in the top five. Uh, shout out to Griselda. And with that being said, the number four uh, project I have on my list is Benny the Butcher's Tanner Talk 3. Y'all, for real? This I knew Benny is one of the top best lyricists in the game. But when I listened to this project, this was when I realized he's not here to play. Benny, th this was his real, like, all right, I'm coming out with this project and all y'all gonna know about me. And now he's gonna be everywhere. He could be on the next Drake album. He could. He's done a uh, song with Russ. He almost went on tour with Russ if it wasn't for the pandemic. But this project right here, shout out to uh, Derringer, shout out to um to Alchemist. Everybody really worked on this project. They did a good job. He sold out SOBs with this project. Uh, SOBs is a concert venue in New York, and if you can sell that out, you you're you're up there. This he put Buffalo on the map. I mean, the, uh, the whole crew, Griselda itself. So I do have two Griselda projects on there I'm happy about. Next on my list came from the year 2012, Kendrick Lamar's to, oh, I almost said the Pippa Butterfly. That's not the project, y'all. Good Kid, Mad City. The best storytelling album I could think of. This should have been a motion picture. That's how crazy that project was. Kendrick, that's when I think, if, if you had any doubts about him, Prior to this album, he you wouldn't have no doubts no more. Now he's up there. When, he, when we talk about three rappers that is a new generation and really is top lyricists, great production, great albums to do, great tours, great performance, all this stuff. It's Kendrick, it's Drake, and it's J. Cole. And 
I'm letting y'all know right now. This is when I realized, and I'm so happy. I, I I listened to him way before he got to this level. Cause you know, you would have been a new fan if you would have listened to this project. But I'm letting y'all know right now. Good Kid, Mad City, one of the best projects to be done. But I got two more, so I got to uh, put out for this one. One of the best rappers to do it. And this album is my beautiful twisted dark fantasy. How can I not have a Kanye album in? This to me was his last best project. Because Kanye, I, as much as I loved him back in the day, he don't have music like that no more. And you may like Jesus is King. You might like uh, Pablo or Santa Pablo or whatever it was called. You might like Jesus. I didn't like those projects because Kanye is better than that. This project here was one of the best ones. You know what's so crazy about this project? All, almost all the songs were leaked or released way before he put it all together. A good majority of it. And it still was a great project. The The way the album flowed, loved it. So I, I Kanye, I need this back. I, You know what I think would make me... Because I didn't listen to Jesus is King. I'm not going to lie off that. But you know what would make me listen to his next project? To really give it a shot? If he comes out with my beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy 2. Or more Twisted. Or something like that. Something in that nature. If he could give me that Kanye one more time... I will consider listening to it. But how can I not have, because I, I want you guys to know this right now. When I have my Mount Rushmore, I've listed off these MCs. I listed off Royce the Five Nine, Jay-Z, Benny the Butcher, and I have one more person that was in my Mount Rushmore, and that's Big Crit. Why would I not have Big Crit on my list? Why would I not have him? Why would I not have him as number one? He's going to be number one. This hit a little different because it actually released the day before my birthday. And the album from Big Crit, it was my forever is a mighty long time. Double disc album. He did I love how he had Big Crit as the first disc, but then the second one, Justin Scott. He yo, I'm so mad to this day I didn't get to go on that tour to see this album perform live. But this project, y'all, I mean. 1999 was dope. A ride with me with Bum B and Pimp C was dope. You know, um, he had a he had a sub substein Frankenstein substein <laughs> the the fourth one on that song. You know what I'm saying? You know, Lord be my witness, got to keep the devil off. That song was dope. Bury me in gold, confetti, cause your confetti ain't even heavy, and it was close to my birthday, so confetti was being around. This yo. If you're not a big Crit fan, I don't understand. I can't understand you. You know, if, if, it, if it don't touch my soul, I can't listen to it. And I'm going to listen to Big Crit. Big Crit. King Remembered in Time. This project right here will always remain special to me. Especially for the 2010s. 2017 was, was a good year. Because um, Miami did pretty good in football. But this album came out the day before my birthday. And I enjoyed every part of it. So shout out to Big Chris. Shout out to everyone that made the list. We're going to get into something else real quick, y'all. But hey, episode 10, we going live on this one. I love it. Yo, Charisma, if you're listening to this right now, I just want you to know how much I love you. And I'm going to do uh, this part really just like 
for her, but I'll let you guys into stuff if you are someone that's new and trying to figure out everything. I didn't have this segment planned as I was going to record this, so I'm like, you know what, let me give this a shot. Now, I already mentioned that, you know, May of this month, this will be the last uh, Tuesday and, you know, the last week of May before we get into everything like that. You know, Memorial Day is coming up real soon and everything. And then the next episode I'll come out with will be on June 1st. So May 31st is a special day because that was nine years to the day that me and Charisma uh, became official. And I have to say how crazy that day not crazy in the bad way but crazy how that day came into what is now transpired into a four-year marriage and going strong and everything like that so how me and charisma had met was we worked at the same grocery store and it was just kind of like you know uh she saw me and i saw her type thing but you know wouldn't you know wasn't no big deal what kind of start a started the conversation between me and her was the song mustang sally was being played over the speakers and we both were singing it not together but like she's at one uh you know uh check stand i'm on the other and we just looked at each other started laughing just because you know like who just really listens to mustang sally you know like that 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 kind of happened and that kind of just started up something so this was probably two years before this all you know before me and her became her and everything but we always were you know was good friends you know, so I'm, you know, she was in like, you know, maybe a relationship, you know, before, you know, way before prior to this, I was in maybe in a couple or maybe really just one major one, you know, right before everything. And then we just happened to just kind of talk and it just kind of got somewhere. I go front the way I wanted to do this, because <laughs> this is just me being me when I say this, asking a girl to be your girlfriend when you're in your 20s and you get older sounds cheesy. I only say that because, like, you ask a girl if you want if to marry her. You ask a girl if you want to go to prom. Asking a girl if you just want to be your girlfriend. Like, is th- that's how it... Like, I thought that as you get older, you just kind of realize it. When you're talking to someone... And I know that sounds like stupid because there's people that's in relationships with people that don't even know they're in a relationship with them. But... You know, I I think you come when you talking to one person and you just kind of feeling the vibe. You seeing each other, you texting each other, you calling each other, you you know whatever. You I feel like you just kind of develop. You like you kind of like you. I think it should be like a confirmation. Like we 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 together, right? What are we? You know, like I guess girls ask that, and I think this is the reason why maybe I feel that way. So uh, the thirty first of May, I knew I was going to ask her. You know, we've been talking for some for some time. And, you know, I've and at, at this point, I've already gotten the good, you know, graces of her mom, and, you know, and, and, you know, got to finally see like her sister and brother and everything like that. So it's kind of like the beginning stages of everything that's going on. But I do remember this. Uh, I was like, you know what? Let me plan out this date. So I'm thinking, let's go to a baseball game because uh, the seats, I didn't even get seats. We got we we're on like the line. The line was like probably five to ten dollars a piece. And I'm working, but remind you, I don't really, I don't really have that much money in my pocket. So hopefully, this all kind of happens, right? So here in Oklahoma City, we had, you know, because it's not the same name, but we had a local team called the Oklahoma um, 89ers. No, what was the name? Redhawks. I'm sorry, y'all. We had the minor league. We had we had the Redhawks. Uh, we had the the 89ers. Now the the Oklahoma City Dodgers, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, hey, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But whatever. So, the Oklahoma Redhawks, Oklahoma City Redhawks, I should say, 
you know, they were having a baseball game and happened to be on this Thursday. And I would advise anybody that's listening to this. If you ever do a first date, you don't know where it may go. Always do a first date or if you want to make it official with someone, do it on a Thursday. Because next year, when you make it to your one year, it'll either be a Friday or Saturday that you guys can celebrate your anniversary. I'm just throwing it out there. Kind of give you guys some game. So, you know, I'll go pick her up. She, you know, she got this little white shirt. You know, these uh these um blue uh, jean shorts and everything, and, you know, had her hair like in a little braid. I remember because I ain't even looking at the picture. I just remember what she looked like and stuff. Went and picked her up. You know, uh, it wasn't too far from her house over to the baseball stadium and everything. But we went over to uh, Bass Pro Shops across the street from the stadium because we needed something to because I, I told her we're not going to be in seats. And I'm happy where we were at, when you know, when I got these tickets, especially when I'm trying to plan this. So. We go over to Bass Pro Shops. We lay out this nice little, it, it wasn't a blanket, but it's almost like a picnic setting. So we sat on this thing basically just not to be on the grass. So we pick this up and everything like that. Then we go to the baseball stadium. But in the baseball stadium is a restaurant, and it was called Coaches. And Coaches was a sports bar. It's no longer open, or if it is, it ain't open at where the ballpark is for the, for the baseball team now. So doing that, um... That place is special because I celebrated my graduation, you know, high school graduation dinner over there and everything like that. But the food is subpar, but it'll do. So we wound up getting a pepperoni pizza. And that was the safest thing to order outside of probably some chicken tenders or whatever. So we sharing this pizza. You know, we took a picture and it's one of the, like, the pictures that, you know, I've always used when, you know, doing this. Because that was like the beginning of us. But even though I still ain't asked her at this point, but still, it was like a major deal. You know, we kind of uh, ate this piece a little bit, but, you know, we and we could have skipped the baseball game because you could see the baseball game through the like the window of, you know, for the to the ballpark and everything. But I kind of needed a good space. I didn't want to be in a restaurant just randomly just at this, you know, place just trying to like make it official and shit. So when we got over to the, the grass area where like if you just happen to probably catch like a home run ball, good luck and everything. And that was the best place to sit because you didn't have to be in the crowd. Although we don't really get a crowd like that at these baseball games and shit. So we're sitting down and, you know, I'm sitting for a little bit. I didn't want to go eagerly do it. I wanted to kind of just let it just happen organically. So she had these little sunglasses on and everything, and I looked at her, and I was like, I don't know if I should have it. So I'm, I don't know if I pulled them up or just looked at it, but just, you know, whatever. I looked at it for a good second, and I was like, hey, I just want you to know, or I want to ask you, I should say, will you be my will you be my girlfriend? And she was like, finally, you know, like, ugh, I've been waiting on this. You know how, you know how those cheesy moments are and everything like that. And, uh... Yeah, that's that's kind of how it all happened. And uh, it was crazy because like the the Thunder was playing a, a basketball game at the Chesapeake, which was not too far away where we were at and uh, everything. So and they may have won their game or lost. I don't remember and everything like that. I had Thunder socks. I, I happened to purchase these and it just it was it was crazy. But yeah, that's how me and her got together. And look what, where it transpired to. We got four years of marriage. We have a podcast now. That is called Random Convos from the Couch. I've always made sure to mention that because I want you guys to know, you know, um, listen to that pod. That pod is doing great and everything like that. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, this is what you missed out on. B A B Y M A Fantasia, y'all. M A. 
This goes out for all the baby, baby mamas. mamas. Dropping I, off your kids at your mamas. I got love for all my baby mamas. Yeah, but it's like, sir. Baby mamas. Wrap mama. that shit up. Right. So. <laughs> Niggas love shooting up the club. Right. right. Like. It's almost like he's just saying, like, don't worry, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Either, I mean, I know either, you got it. Either but like, you got the money or your pullout game weak. Like, Once again, Charisma, I love you. You know, I'm happy that I'm uh, I'm married to you and everything like that. You know, I, and I enjoy doing the podcast with you every week. And I know everyone that's listening to those to that podcast is definitely enjoying everything like that. So, um, yeah. You know, I might have her on this this podcast. Maybe a guest feature here and there. We'll see when it happens. Um, but now I'm gonna get into two for Tuesday, so uh stay tuned. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Everyone should know this by now. If you are a true listener of this podcast, it's two for Tuesdays. Artists out there, if you want your song to be featured on Two for Tuesdays, hit me up at access code pod at gmail.com but we ain't getting into all that we're gonna get into stuff that i like and maybe i can fit it into this episode how i want to do it so you guys should already know from the beginning part of the podcast i mentioned that i have depression and one thing that i can normally say that that helps me out with everything as well is music you already heard a whole segment how i listed 10 albums really 15 but 10 albums that really just that's that really just mattered to me how much i loved them as much in the 2010s but might as well keep something like that going on this song right here is a song that i could just listen to just no matter how good i'm feeling or how if if i just need that little extra uh and this song is dope deontay hitchcock and black this song how tf which stands for the fuck you should already know by now but uh, for real i hope this man gets a little bit more credit for who he is i know that the people say he sounded like j cole i know a lot of people said he looked kind of like dickie simmons in a way but this dude can rap but for real check it out right now on two for tuesdays how tf deontay hitchcock featuring black Supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I need you? I need a second to think, but you dug in. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I want you when all I know is I never wanted to end. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you and know I really fucking mean what I said. You know I'm dealing with a million fucking things in my head. You know I need you like the ad nigga breathe, but instead of having my back, you rather turn your back to me in the bed. You know I, fuck it, I just need to unwind. You know that I ain't trying to be the fucking reason you crying. You know I'm working, know I got a lot of things on my mind. You know that I want to be with you 100% of the time. And she like, nigga, if you love me, then say you love me then. I told you my secrets, nigga, don't judge me then. 
still indecisive, okay, well, fuck it then. Your dumb ass always trying to get the upper hand in the situation. Look, I understand, wait, no fucking shit. No, I don't. Wait forever while you get you together. No, I won't. If I still feel lonely with you, then I'd rather just be alone. Deep down, I know what she wants. How the but fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is? Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I need you? I need a second to think what you dug in. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I want you when all I know is I never wanted to end? Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is? Running away again. Okay, now high TF am I supposed to exercise? Saying all these words in my head out loud. Were you lying when you said you were proud? Cause I got work to do. Last thing I'm trying to do is work on me while hurting you. I know I'm known for breaking hard shit. But don't hold that against me, I was figuring it out. Really, I know what your mama want inside the house. I just had to practice matching actions with my mouth. I've been through a lot of little traumatized. But now I feel like big magic, you ain't never kissed magic. You gon' draw the boat and I'ma pop a molly. Tequila with the worm and the weeds, got it too hot. No, I'm too old to be stepping on my own foot. I blame myself, but I need you to take a second look. Probably robbed you for your feelings, cause my ex made me a crook. Now I'm in it for the books. How the yeah. fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is? Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I need you? I need a second to think what you dug in. Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I want you when all I know is I never wanted to end? Running away again. How the fuck I'm supposed to tell you that I love you when I just really discover what love is running away again hey hey once upon a rhyme in the corner deep in my mind without transcend space and become moments in time blind ambition set back with a watchful eye on the web of love at first sight would be something that he would find hold up too sweet for words and truly wonderful kind kind soul convos about how the stars could align so perfect and at a time so worth the hold up i'm lying lying down in the bed i easy but deontay hiscock black how TF, great song, great song. But we're going to keep it moving because I got to get a second song for Two for Tuesdays and everything like that. Y'all, I know I briefly mentioned on the last podcast when I was reviewing the J. Cole project that Makami was going to release something. He didn't release it on the day on the 18th, which was National Haitian Flag Day, but he did release it on Friday. And let me tell you, this project is worthy of being on the top of 2021. I cannot lie to you. This project is so dope. But... I might as well play a song from that project. It's Makami, the song called, and I'm hoping I'm going to say it right, All of Wah. I got to get some of my French Creole in there a little bit like that. But, yo, check it out right now. Boom.
pussy nigga goodbye. Oh, my pussy nigga, bye bye. Making sure that everybody and their mama heard of my commie. Top burner, pop the burner, shot that nigga two times like Moderna. Then return it to Zoloft, forever go hard. White hoes said my leather so soft. I put palm angels on snow bunnies. Ain't no money like so money. They sign us for the drip like my nose running. When I die, I don't want to go for me. See my future somewhere on a yacht and it's so sunny. Thousand dollar brunches running through these budgets. Million dollar videos. All the celebrity hoes want to fuck us. Watch out, I ain't pulling no punches. So real, I make Meghan Markle hop out and get the dudges. They like, mock, where the fuck you been hiding? My niggas, I'm thriving, earn my spot without shucking and jiving. All appropriation, look at them, there's no relation. Plus, I got a ton of family and friends. You know we Haitian, right? Oh, why pussy nigga, goodbye. Oh, why pussy nigga, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, why? Oh, why pussy nigga, goodbye. Oh, why pussy nigga, bye-bye. Kami, au revoir. I'm not lying to y'all. If y'all, I'm telling you, listen to this project. Pray for Haiti is the name of the project. Fly God, he did it again. He knows how to put these projects together and stuff like that. Y'all, I'm about to get out, but real quick before I do, um, want to spend that send, I should say, send a special shout out to Leroy and Tracy. I know you guys celebrated your uh, your anniversary this past weekend. Both their twins had graduated from pre-K. Little Maddie, little Mason, great for y'all and everything like that. This coming Friday or Saturday, I should say, is it yeah Saturday? My my nephew Jackson's seventh birthday, so happy birthday to him and all that. Um, everybody's graduating, having birthdays um, and stuff like that. So you know, shout out to my family and everything like that. But big shout out to me. Because I do a good job at this podcast. I don't care what y'all say. If you say something different. Because you ain't reviewing it. If I am doing a good job. Give myself a five star review. And rating and all that. Follow me on Access Code Pod. On Twitter. On Instagram. If you like me. You see me in person. You recognize my voice. Come and say hello. You a dope podcaster. Because I feel like I am. Shout out to my beautiful wife Charisma. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to my sister. Shout out to everybody. You know, until next time. And I always make sure I mention this because if you're listening to it, you know I got to have some love for you. So I love you guys. Until next time, see you.